and that's saying there's a class over here and there's a class over there. And the reason that this class over here has never did anything to get this class off its back because this is lower, this is upper. This is the oppressed, this is the oppressor. This is the exploited, this is the exploiter. And these people in this class have divided themselves. They say, I'm black and I hate white people. I'm white and I hate black people. I'm Latin American and I hate hillbillies. I'm hillbillies and I hate Indians. So we fight amongst each other. And you, you've heard the testimony of pigs here, and you got pigs of all colors, you know that. You got pigs that are white, you got pigs that are black, you even got pigs that are black and white. Propagating the same type of madness that uh, uh, this balloon Hanrahan would be propagating if he were here himself. And why? Because they want to keep you to believing that I'm your enemy, and that everybody else that's black and that wears a lot of hair on his head, and hair on his face. They want to keep you thinking that he's your enemy. Why? Because if ever you would disregard him and overlook him just for a minute, and throw away that question of racism, and start to deal with a little logic, then they could be, there would be no one else you could attack other than hand in hand, other than me. Welcome to the Council in the Clutch podcast, episode number eight. I'm your boy, Kyle. Today, we got a full house. Today, we're joined by Rory. You're SP. You. Dion out of nowhere. Hey, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. And we got Quintavious, a.k.a. Q. <laughs> we see you. Salutations. <laughs> All right, so it's been a long time since we had the whole crew together. Um, we pretty much talk every day, so ain't no need to catch up. Let's go ahead and get started. So uh, the Zion Williamson thing, um, he was playing against Carolina. Uh Try to do a little swivel move and broke right through his PGs, uh, Paul George Nike shoes, um, and he sprained his knee. How y'all feel about that? Y'all think he should still play? I think he should play. Hell Absolutely. no. Why do y'all think he should play? Well, me, because I know that NCAA is a crooked organization. I hold it over everybody's head, and I just extort them for money and tell them they need to pay my peoples in cash until I go to the league, and then that'd be whatever I need after that. But they have no incentive to do that because he's going to the league anyway in two months. Uh, not necessarily. If he don't play, that can that could possibly drop his draft stock. Nah, he's going, he's, he's going number one for effect. He played twenty six games for a reason. He's number one pick right now. Well, me personally, the the reason I the reason I think that he should play is because you're gonna have in the back of NBA executives' minds, maybe not in that first contract, but that second contract, like. Is he about the money or is he about the love of the game? Is he about, you know what I'm saying, winning these championships? Cause I mean, you can't you can't say that that don't play a factor in their decision making as far as Kyrie, are you fully Kyrie invested. Did the exact same thing. And it, Kyrie did it. But if he goes in there, bro, is yeah, his rookie contract important. But if he dropping twenty and ten, guess what? They not gonna give a damn if he for the money or not. They just want that twenty and ten. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh I think he should play if he want to play. Honestly, I really don't care. You know, I don't care for Duke. But, I mean, <laughs> I feel like he should play if he want to play. But I would say no just because of my spitefulness against the NCAA. So, uh, I feel like he shouldn't give them any more uh, money or exposure than they're going to, you know, they're going to get from him. So, I think for him, it really doesn't matter. I think he's still going to go top five either way. Uh, probably solid number one depending on – well, I don't care who gets it. They probably will still get him number one. He's so, I don't think – yeah, I don't think this affects his draft stock at all. So, no, nah, I, I wouldn't say it affects his draft stock, but like I said, I feel like that factor as far as his passion for the game could be, you know what I'm saying, uh, 
I think that doesn't matter in this situation because we know he's trying to get to the NBA and he can hurt himself from getting to the NBA. NBA at the end of the day is the end goal. I don't think a decision he's making as a quote unquote non-paid, I'm pretty sure Duke probably paid him, but a non-paid athlete to get to a point where he can't get paid. I don't think GMs would really factor that into that. Now, if this was, if he was a like a rookie and he got hurt and everybody said like pretty much the Kawhi situation, if that was happening, for him, while he was in the NBA, I can see that. But since he's in college, trying to make it to the next level, I don't think that play a factor. Yeah, Jim, they already know. They already know what it is with with that. As far as if you get hurt and you, the consensus number one, they know you should shut it down. They hoping he shut it down so he won't go back out and start playing in the, in the tournament and then mess around and get hurt again and mess up even more. So they down. They, they, I'm 100 percent sure they with him not playing. They might not say it publicly, but that's definitely what they thinking. Kyle, are you are you saying that the NCAA would pay one of their athletes under the table? Um, I wouldn't say the NCAA, but I would say Duke University, man. Oh my goodness, goodness gracious! You really believe they pay those athletes that top dollar? Oh gosh, man, it's it's, it's been things said. Ah, uh, true, touche. The NCAA <laughs> is still trash. Oh, they trash. I don't think if, if he's getting paid, it's not NCAA. It's Duke on some under the table. What about them truck? shoes that he had though? Them PG thirteens are they trash or what? He took PG 2.5s. You never wore the 0.5s, man. <laughs> Why would you wear Paul George's, bro? Paul George is what, 6'8, 210 pounds? Zion 280? Well, you got to wear some shoes that's built for your body. I don't know, man. I don't think it's that deep, but it is, bro. He the wore, type of. He should have wore He should have wore some LeBrons. Yeah. They built, they built for a dude his size. No, nah, but LeBron's shoes are made for LeBron's foot. And if you ever wore a pair of them, them gents are mad narrow in the middle. So if Zion got a wide foot, that ain't going to work. I'm almost certain that they could get him some customs because them PGs is probably That's custom as well. The game itself costs ten grand for a good seat. So they had the money to get him a personal body. No, the game, the game was free. That's what they were selling them for. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. All the bread they stole from these people for that game, they got enough money. No, no, I get you. I get you. No, that real shit, that was just a, a freak accident. That won't, that ain't got nothing to do with the shoes. It ain't got nothing. Cause you won't see that happening very often. That was just a freak we, accident. We can say shit. <laughs> yeah, we're not, we, we not trying to tell ourselves no more, so we good, man. Oh, then we good. Whoa, 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 all right, man. As long as you, as long as you're not, yeah, as long as you're not regular Dion, we good. Yeah, stay coach, stay coach Dion. Hey, well, I mean, I could see, I could see Zion getting a Nike deal, but at the same time, man, believe it or not, it's a lot of NBA players with their own shoes. Evan Turner got his own shoe. Matthew Dellavedova got his own shoe. So at the end of the day, I wouldn't be surprised. Here's what I see, though. Just the geniuses they have at Nike, I can see them playing like, oh, the shoe broke for his signature shoe. If he gets a signature shoe coming out like year one, which a lot of people don't get really, but he's touted to be the quote-unquote next LeBron. So yeah, his, you know, why his not hype is crazy. Why not get your own shoe? But I can see them playing the fact that his shoe broke as like a part of, okay, we customized this shoe for you. This is your shoe. And, like, the commercial would be some funny spin on that. But at the same time, you also got to think of, like, where, his, uh, where he's going to sign because if he signs to, let's say, like, Cut Sports, you already know Nike's probably going to, you know, get him. But if he signs to, like, Rock Nation Sports, Puma might be where he goes. 
because you know they got that influence over there with Jay Z. But then also, you know, Rock Nation got KD with Nike. So it's kind of like I, it, it's going to be interesting to see who he signs to. But I would say it would be like smart on Nike's side to really kind of give him a nice check and play on that the fact that the shoe broke. Okay. I don't think. I don't like, think. Go ahead. I was gonna say, kind of, it can kind of be like that. Bo Jackson, you know how Bo, Bo knows, and he did every sport. It can kind of be on that type of thing where he's such a crazy freak athlete. You can kind of make that commercial and that style of thing, you know, about oh, he's, you know, you throw little, little crazy stats like oh, you know how uh, what is it called, sports science? You know how they did the like oh, well when he planted this, he did this much of pounds per square inch. They can do something cool like that in that commercial to kind of show how freak of an athlete it is. So I, I believe people in Nike would would forward think like that. And if he go to New York, he definitely gonna get a shoe, just because of the okay. market. They, if they put out a Zion Williams shoe, it's gonna sell with the best of them, just because of the hype he had at Duke. How old is Zion? Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, so he would be what eighteen year old with his own signature shoe. Probably nineteen, yeah, but I mean, Melo Melo did it. And LeBron. Oh, I wasn't talking about them. I was talking about big baller brand. BBB. <laughs> yeah, that way. No, 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 no. No, for the people who listen to us all the time, they will know that you said that technically that one is on shoot. So let's go ahead and <laughs> But hey, uh, but, but back to the topic, the topic again. I don't think his shoe breaking is gonna affect him and or sway him as far as uh signing the Nike or not. If he go to Rock Nation, he's gonna probably sign with Puma though. No, I'm saying as far as his shoe breaking, I don't think that's going to be like a determining factor. Well, he'd be like, oh, my shoe broke. I'm going to go somewhere else because of that specifically. I don't think that's going to play a factor at all. It could. I doubt it. For the people for the people who don't know, for the people who don't know, y'all hip them to the Rock Nation and the whole Puma thing because people will hear that and be like, where'd that come from? Because they're not necessarily hip to what's going on. Well, Rock Nation management is ran by uh, Sean Carter, a.k.a. Jay-Z. Um, and basically, they're like a management slash sports agency. That's why he had to sh- uh, sell his stake in the um, in the Nets. But basically, they're they work as a management company and a sporting agency where they actually get you your contracts and then give you ventures outside of your actual contract, like uh, shoe contracts and um, you know other things, um, like you know clothing apparel things like that. But Jay Z also just got picked up as a high ranking official. I don't know what the title is, I haven't seen it in a while, but a high ranking official in uh Puma basketball. So, pretty much, you know, if you sign a Rock Nation, that could kind of have a little pull on you as far as on the Puma side of getting that easier. Didn't he put his homeboy on, or wasn't his homeboy running Puma like the, the, the rebrand of Puma with all the hip hop stuff they've been trying to put out? Uh, I'm not too sure, but I know Puma been doing they've been doing stuff uh, in hip hop for a while because they just they just rebought uh, not rebought but they kind of brought out like Fubu yeah like maybe two years ago they kind of re like collab with Fubu so they've been on a hip hop thing for a minute but I'm not too sure kind of how that started up I just remember seeing that it happened and um, I remember when they first had that shoe and then like Rudy Gay and all them you know start wearing them so. And if you ain't never tried them Pumas on, bro, they they look nice, but I, don't, I can't see nobody really hooping in them jumps. Hey, man, Rudy Gay been balling in them and a couple other uh, ballers. But you can't go off of that because you know the pair he got designed for him. I'm talking about the pair you're going to pick up at Foot Locker. Hey, shout out. Oh, yeah, you ain't going to. Shout out Damon John real quick, FUBU creator for us, by us. It's still. You know, he technically said that wasn't the. Uh... You know he technically said that doesn't mean that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a that was just a hood a hood legacy, hood legend. Hey, 
Well, the legend, yeah. the legend, the legend lives on, man. For the hood, Black History Month, like he just said, for us, by us, bump everybody else. <laughs> hey, though, quick, quick backstory on that though. Fubu blew up. I was watching something uh, a couple months back. Fubu blew up after LL Cool J was in a Gap commercial with the Fubu Facts. hat. It's crazy. Like the fact that you know, and the internet won't pop it back there where you can just like. FB had LL Cool J hat on. It's like there had to be, you had to figure out what was going on with that FB. So, and of course, he was wearing that like in his TV shows and all that stuff like that. But that one commercial, they said they saw like a drastic growth in um, Fubu after that commercial. So he low key used Gap to put his homeboys on with the Fubu. Yeah, I was about to say, I want to say I, I read or saw something that he strong armed Gap because they tried to remove the uh, commercial originally uh, because of the hat. Mm-hmm. When they yeah. found out. <laughs> Speaking of him, though, um, kind of staying on the same topic, though, uh, y'all heard about him at Ice Cube um, getting up a couple billion dollars with some investors to buy uh, a few channels, a few uh, sports channels. Yeah, uh, I seen that, bro. I uh, I seen it on Twitter actually. That ain't. I mean, well, Twitter is a live news source now. But uh, oh no, it's it's official. it's official. It's been everywhere other than Twitter. Okay, but they. Basically, yeah, what's happening? The, the president tweet from it, and it, and they say it's official, so it's official. Man, well, we ain't talking I, about that. What you mean, President Obama? He don't be on Twitter like that. He be at the games though. Hey, dude, yeah. that black bomber jacket was fire, even though it was so regular. With the forty-four, the fact that he had it on. Yeah, that it was. Yeah, the fact he had it on with the forty-four on the arm, that was fire. Subtle touch. He probably Subtle has touch. some Air Force Ones on too. I just can imagine. No. He had some monarchs home, probably. Nah, he ain't he's rocking good. no monarchs, bro. Hey, you know, he, he has he has he has some dress shoes on. Y'all y'all don't trip. For real? You seen it? Nah, I didn't, but I'm pretty sure he did. Right. <laughs> 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 no, but uh basically though, uh, a little bit backstory on that. Uh basically Disney got like a monopoly with all these channels they got. Um, and the government is making them sell channels out and uh Ice Cube and um Hello Cool J, they got some people kind of invested in it to buy a batch of channels, which is crazy because I think they said it included like the Yes Network. So I don't know. It's interesting. Hopefully they get it and they don't Bill Cosby them. You know, try to pull up their past because they own a network. I side. feel like they may Marshall be owners. they may be behind the eight ball with that because you have so many different uh, streaming platforms that create their own content, and that's kind of the wave right now. Shit, y'all better ask Bill Cosby what happened when you try to buy networks. Yeah. And by the way, uh, Obama wore the $95 pair of shoes uh, to the Duke game. Really? Were they Gucci's? No, when you Google it, when you Google it, the first thing come up is an Esquire article. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and it's like some little black, uh, some black shoe. You know, some, uh, some. He got some, the retired dad after work shoe. Yeah. <laughs> On the uh, like the old blackish jeans. I don't know if they gray or they black. They might be faded because that nigga. He... That what? <laughs> Honda. <laughs> what happened? All right, now that we get. Oh my god. Like that, it might be faded. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we keep it. Yeah, that's there, boy. What you mean? Uh, nah, he ain't got the new jeans. Michelle Washington said, "You better go on and wash jeans. You ain't getting nothing new." Bro, Michelle has not watched a pair of his jeans since 2001. If that. Yeah, there's no way. He he might have watched her jeans. Because <laughs> she really the beast of the house. Bruh, if you see Michelle's resume, Obama really shouldn't even have been president. Go ahead, man. 
For real, bro. Look at her resume, dog. Uh, I'm, I feel you. I had to go look her up after um they had that little movie come out talking about how they met in Chicago. Oh, it was called South Side of Chicago, I think, something like that. Mm-hmm. And he actually had to chase her. But when you look at her resume, like she was the lawyer first. He was really interning. Yeah, then you hear, yeah, then you hear how he uh, got her though. He basically, she was like, she don't want to date a coworker, and he basically was like, well, I quit this law firm. There's million, there's millions of other law firms I can go work for, and he quit so they can get together. Yeah, I don't know if it's that's tough. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be willing to throw away my whole future for no female like that. But it worked out in his favor, so I can commend it. Yeah. Hey man, love, love, love is love. Ain't no Michelle's in seven five. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, where that come from, cuz? Back back to the to the back to the podcast. Exactly. Hey, what y'all think what y'all think about the uh, the NBA trying to propose to lowering the draft age back from uh back to eighteen from nineteen? Oh, I rock with that all the way. Reason being because you go to high school and go to hockey, they can go to baseball, they can go to soccer, they can do everything like that. But somebody that look like me and you that can shoot a basketball and they trying to make it so that they can't come in the NBA that young, they need to lower it back because it needs equality. They want to preach this equality crap, but they don't keep it. Well, well, the thing with that, it, it's not necessarily about a black and white thing in a sense. From what I'm seeing, it's like a lot of the, like the recruiters and things like that, like a lot of the people who deal with actually recruiting they keep they they saying it's very hard to recruit an eighteen Facts. nineteen year old. So someone who pretty much foregoes the 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 uh, college experience and they're really not that great and they just try to go into the draft, it's hard for them to really try to scout them. And and that, and that's where they said a lot of that stuff was coming from. Like initially when they uh, moved it back to the one and done, because you got to get you got to get something on your resume. They said it was very difficult to actually scout a 17, 18 year old and, that wants to go into the draft. So I can see and, why the NBA did it, but at the same time. As a black male, I'm like, why are you restricting me? But if you ain't good enough, the NBA ain't gonna turn you around, you know. Yeah, it should realistically, it's like it shouldn't matter if they want to go to the league. They want to attempt to go to the league. That's on them. Only thing I always always say is, if they don't get drafted, then they should be able to go back to college. And that's the NCAA fault. Yeah, that's they should if they don't if don't nothing happen, they they shouldn't lose their their status. They should be able to go to college after that. Because they, they weren't drafted. If they were drafted and they get cut or anything like that, then you are, you took that L. But realistically, how many cats have come out of high school and actually produced? So I can understand a hoop a lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. Like that whole Sean Marion wave, like that early 2000s wave, a lot of them were straight out of high school. A, a lot. No, it's it's been a it's been maybe, what, 20 maybe? Which is a lot. Oh, compared to how many people in the NBA, Calvin? Dog, that's not a lot. You, that's you not actually, a lot compared you, to the you overall. You actually, you actually, I'll do my research and we can talk about this next episode. You try to make it like everybody come out of high school and get, the the key thing to this is if you come out of high school and get drafted, the NBA don't have to draft you. Yeah, I'm talking about the, ones, the ones who were getting drafted, the ones who were getting drafted, a lot of them were producing. I think it should be like Q yeah, said, but, but, but it's, it's not enough. Be a it's, it's not enough of them, is what I'm saying. It's not enough to justify having an age like that. If it was, if it was 50, 60, 70, 80, 100 of them coming out of high school, then it'd be different. But it it might be twenty. But that's why they need to change the rule. If guys do come to the league, if KG. they 
if they don't pan out, not I'm gonna say pan out, but if they don't get drafted or they should have a like they do with uh, um, underclassmen in college. If you a junior, you can enter your name in the NBA draft portal. But as long as you don't sign an agent, you can go back to school. They should do the same thing for high school seniors. Like, hey, you can enter your name in, see what the teams think about you. If your stock high enough, make that jump. But if not, go to college. Because a lot of. What I was going to say is they put it. I don't know if anybody knows this, but they had put it. The NCAA had put a committee together uh, with Condoleezza Rice. She was the head of that committee. And pretty much what y'all were saying uh, were a lot of the things that they recommended. Uh, allowing student athletes to sort of test the NBA draft, but also to retain their eligibility um, if they didn't sign up uh, an agent, you know what I'm saying, during that time frame. And they also uh, recommended student athletes to have the ability to consult agents and other professionals of that manner um, just to get a better assessment of what their prospective um, position would be in the NBA draft or in the NBA market, period. And, I mean, I feel like those if those things were implemented, those would be great things, and they would kind of make a balance of allowing those guys to get a chance to go to the NBA early that really don't need to go to college, and the guys who think that they could go to the NBA early but need to stay in college, and they get that you know, that, that smack in the ass when they come back and take that L, they could still, you know what I'm saying, hone their skills up, go back to school, have their eligibility, and come back better, hopefully get drafted. That's, that's, that's how it should be, just like at least how they do it in baseball and stuff. But uh, to go back to my point, there were 45 high school kids drafted into the NBA. 45. Hmm. Let's, let's say, I don't know how many players are in the NBA total, but what each roster is what fifteen people. I'm, I think fifteen and still what thirty teams. That's four hundred and fifty people. So yeah, the the number is is very small in comparison. But Cal, you brought up a good point as far as those who evaluate the talent struggling, trying to uh, recruit these players, having that small body of work that they're using to truly evaluate the the kids' talents. Um, that could be kind of hard. And it's, I mean, if you look at the draft in 2017, the, the first 10 guys were freshmen. So all 10 of the first guys drafted were one and dones. And I mean, I think that speaks more to uh, those guys who are recruiting and evaluating that talent, looking at their uh, prospectiveness and what they possibly could do and their potential more than what they have done and uh, against better competition. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing that I was seeing um, when I was reading the articles and stuff. They were saying the NBA kind of put that number there, like that 19, because it forces you to either sit out a year or for you to go play somewhere internationally or uh, in college so they can get a better, more tape on you so they can evaluate. And that makes sense to me. So I can see both I think I think what the biggest issue is is that, that medium. And I think that G League, I think they're trying to find that perfect feast that perfect piece to be in that medium between the NBA and uh, guys who really need to go to college basketball and guys who don't. But I mean, that's, there's more to come on that. We'll see. Yeah. Roy, go, say, go ahead and say something about the JBL, man. Cause oh, was it JBL or J? <laughs> Cause I saw his mic go unmuted. I know he about to say something about big ball of brand. Go ahead. 
Since you mentioned it, I wasn't gonna bring it up. Yes, you would. But you know that the JBL was a good look. The only problem is, just like all big businesses, we always talk about when you fight the corporation, they try to find ways to undermine you. So as soon as the JBL came out with the idea, the NBA D League, they said, "Hey, we'll pay high school guys ten thousand. Bam. JBL done for because those guys that would have went to the JBL end up going to the NBA D. JBA, JBA, my bad. JBA, yeah, yeah Junior Ball Association. This guy. <laughs> oh my bad. That's, you know I'm, I'm, I'm big baller brand friendly, baby. Can't trust their shoes though because those sprain his ankle like every week. Yeah. But uh, but I support the idea of what he's doing. I was about to say that I respect Levar and his idea, execution. But you know what I'm saying? At the same time, that's why I respect it because I'm sure it's guys who have had somewhat of an idea like this, but he's actually put a lot of things into play and took action on his idea. And you got to respect a guy like that. Shout out to black businesses. Hey, but the thing with LeVar, bro, he hasn't spent probably maybe 100000 in true marketing money. But his company is a global company now because of his outlandish comments. He's run his mouth. He used social media, Facebook, and run his mouth. And guess what? We booming. We 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 helping his brand grow. Hey man, you a you a master at marketing, bro. You you should know yourself that him running his mouth that way is a form of marketing in itself. Oh, it's a genius. And the thing is, because he's a black man and he's talking all crazy, it it gets frowned upon. But it was a time where Philip Rivers uh, or and Eli Archie Manning and them, when they came out of the draft, they both said where they weren't gonna play. Archie Manning did it like a like. They told the Chargers, hey, Eli ain't playing here. Hell, John Elway did it before he got traded. So it's not like it hasn't been done before, but it's just who's doing it and how he's doing it. Now it looks bad. He's a bad parent. But nobody told Archie Manning he was wrong for telling Eli he won't play with the Chargers, so they had to trade him to the Giants. Hey, but let's be real, though. The people who were saying he was a bad parent were people of, you know, Le- hey. Less melanin in their, in their hey, uh, skin. Hey, hey, it's pe- people who look like Robert Kraft. <laughs> Hey, hey, chill, y'all. Let Robert, y'all let Robert be, man. He just had he tried to pay for the rub and tub. Bob got caught up. So if y'all, so if y'all don't know what's going on or what they're talking about, Patriots owner Robert Kraft has been uh, pulled in with a prostitution ring uh, for solicitating prostitutes in uh, Florida uh, with a few people. Uh, they're saying that uh, human trafficking is part of it, also. Um, but what I find interesting about it, they said there's a bigger name involved. I'm hoping it's Tom Brady. Um, but no, no, nah, nah, Tom Faithful, bro. You know, right. you know, Tom going home to Giselle. You talking talk about that man who had a baby with another woman? But anyway, um, that was before I thought. No, nah. anyway, but um, yeah, it's crazy though. So it, at the end of the day, we already had this converse, uh, conversation. Why is prostitution technically illegal? Like, what, what is? Is it because they can't tax it? Like, what's going on? Not it, it wasn't the prostitution sting. The the problem was I did some research on it. It's the human trafficking side of the thing. Yeah. That the, the the spot that he got caught up in has been was invested being investigated for human trafficking. And if you know, you know, human trafficking is a big no no to the government. It's just bad in general. Should nobody be sold into that type of yeah. thing? But Robert Kraft, he ain't do nothing wrong, man. He went up in there regular day. And, and, you know, he wanted to see what it was like to be a broke person because he worth a couple billion. There's no reason he couldn't have just flew one of them out. He could have just walked All out, these chicks on IG trying to get flued out, you already know Kraft could have got right. 
Bruh, seventy nine dollars though. Seventy nine. Oh. Hey, it be the rich people that try to save though. <laughs> you, hey, that is right. That is very true. Cause look, hey, you you got you got all these black folk in the strip club throwing a hundred racks. Robert Kraft said, "I'm gonna go get it for fifty nine, baby." <laughs> Heard he got the threesome at that. Hey, hey, why that joke? It said it lasted 14 minutes, though. Took him six and changed his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's wild, boy. That was a hell of an investment. <laughs> oh, man. But, yo, uh, D, how you feel about that? You been mad man, quiet, man. <laughs> so, the brother, like, what, 77 years old? Yeah. That man croak in peace. They could, he's straight. In my opinion, he won't, he, he ain't take nothing from the girl. She willingly gave it to him. Nah, nah, that's the difference. They said that they the chicks that he was messing with they weren't they weren't doing the voluntary volunt was voluntarily. Well, he don't know that. All he did was pay the head person. The head person sent them in. That ain't got nothing. Yeah, but still, it's still it's still look back. But I don't, I don't think he paid for that, man. I feel like I feel like Robert Kraft uh, went in he, there and, and paid for a massage, uh, he, and he got he got tricked. No, nah, they he, said he was going there all the time. <laughs> Oh, he a regular. Never mind. Can't yeah, save him on that one. Whole time, whole time, he probably the brains behind the whole operation. That, that would not nah. shock me. That would not shock oh, yeah, totally. me. That, 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 would, that would definitely that shock me. Network, it wouldn't. That good old boy network different now. Yeah. He cool with 45, too? We ain't going to talk about that, though. We, we don't want to get kicked off the air. No, not at all. We need our sponsors. Yeah. Shout out to Black Tux. Yeah, we gotta let that vibe. <laughs> well, now that you mention it, man, how he got, how he got, how he own, bruh. If you look in, if you look at the backstory on how Robert Kraft got ownership of the Patriots, bruh, it, it was on some old slick back you know, BS. That's all I can say. You got it. You got it. You got to check it out. From, I'm gonna need you to give us a segment next week on this. Hey, I could I could definitely give you a segment. I mean, matter of fact, we, it's pretty we patriot bash on this show. It's pretty short, so I'll break it down right now. So basically in 85, he got a 10-year option on the raceway, which was a horse track adjacent to Foxborough Stadium. So basically, with him purchasing this racetrack, there was a there was a contract. Um, and in the contract with the stadium. The stadium owner at the time couldn't hold any events that were non-Patriot events while there was races being held at the racetrack. So the owner had an issue with this, obviously, um, and they went back and forth. So basically that owner of the stadium ended up running into financial issues, right? Uh, The owner had purchased the stadium in 88, and... um, What? That nigga sound like he reading church announcements. <laughs> well, you know, baby, at the first on, service, everybody can come to the. Go ahead, go ahead SP. Go All right, ahead. basically. In 88. It's over. You lost it, SP. It's over. I did. I did lose it. I did lose it. So long, long, long story short. He tried to he tried to buy the he tried to buy the stadium that way. Couldn't do it. He got outbid by somebody else, but he bought the lease to the stadium. Uh, mm. and uh the guy that bought the stadium ended up owning the team. So when the guy owned the team, the team still had a lease with the stadium that Robert Kraft owned. The team tried to get out of the lease, 
Robert Kraft wouldn't allow the guy to get out of the lease because the guy who owned the team was trying to move him to Jacksonville. Once he couldn't get out of the lease, that guy ran into financial issues and he tried to buy out the lease from Robert Kraft. Wouldn't let him do it. So Robert Kraft offered him $75 million to buy the team out. The guy accepted the offer. So he ended up owning the team. So he went from owning the racetrack next door at a, a stipulation in that deal, ended up owning the lease to the stadium. The guy who owned the team was stuck in that lease, couldn't get out the lease. He ended up buying the team from that guy and owned the Patriots from 94 and there on out. And the Patriots have sold out all of their home games since 94. To this day. Hey, it sound it sound like Buddy from McDonald's hey, that see, stole McDonald's from the brother. Saying, just, he got it real slick. And and they worth three point eight billion right now. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, that's crazy. Ooh, bank roll after bank a roll. Strong investment. Yeah. I guess we need to figure something we out. Got that, group. We ain't got that we ain't got that type of money, bro. Nah, you, we, we we can't buy nothing like that, brother. No, we ain't gotta get that. If if Kyle invests most of it, we got a Man, chance though. Up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. All right. He can hold it. He's seventy five percent. We'd be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll figure out the rest. Not at all. But from one uh nasty old robber to the next nasty old robber. <laughs> <laughs> Chain gang. We got we got Robert Kelly, the aura, as your auntie may call him. They finally got him. They, they finally got him. Hey, hey, no, no R. Kelly slander, fellas, please. Hey, it's that, it's that Stormy Daniels lawyer, bro. That's who got him. He, had, he out to get somebody, bro. He trying to get a check, man. He just said, "I'm gonna sue, I'm gonna sue everybody that got a case against him." But yeah, they hey, got him. Realist, realistically, on that R. Kelly stuff, I don't. He can go to jail if everything they say he did, he did fine. Go to jail. You, you ride in jail. Your music catalog is still out, and that's all I personally care about. Yeah, no, nah, they got to shoot the man. Like, he got to get the death penalty. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly's sick he's as hell, bro. He's, he's sick, not, not going to get the death penalty, but yeah, he's yeah. not getting he, the death penalty. Yeah, he he do. Yeah. He needs something, but not just him, though. That's Everybody not going to happen. That oh, yeah, because you, 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 you know it was a deep circle of people that was involved in all this. Yeah, it's bigger than R. Kelly. It's way bigger because he got first off the man just got on, out on bail and went to the same McDonald's. And was hey man, he posted bail with a Gucci coat on too. The same McDonald's the same day he got out. Hey, he ain't posted that bail. I would say one of his fans everybody posted that joke. Every, every every parent, every cop that knew, everybody that knew that was in that circle, what was going on. Hey, but I'm convinced he not that broke. He probably, whoever in his circle probably smart enough, he didn't gave his money to people because that way he can't, you can't sue him if he can't afford it. Because there's no way he ran through all that money he had made in, in 30 years of touring, bro. It's no way. It ain't about suing now. It's about. No, I'm, but I'm talking about them saying he was too broke to afford a $100,000 bond. Hey, though. but no, he's a. Uh... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He probably put his money somewhere else so the feds can't get well, that, it. If it ain't in your name, they can't hey, take you it. give him too much credit. The man's illiterate, man. That, man. I said somebody in his circle. I know he ain't do it. He like he he dumber than Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> you got to get the same goes right on that. But no, they said yeah. Yeah, they got him on 10 more charges. He pled not guilty on that. So, um, 
Yeah. Hey, I, I seen an article that said they might charge the dad too that released the video because he held on to it for so long. I ain't gonna. Man, I would charge everybody. That that means a dad. First off, first off, as a dad, R. Kelly wouldn't even make trial. I would be facing a murder trial right now. You got me bent. Ain't nothing about to happen to my daughter, and you think I'm gonna let it happen? And he gonna live to see the next day? You smoking dope? You know the crazy part is about all this. I wouldn't be surprised if he got off again. Yeah, it would not. It, right. would, it would not shock me not one bit if he got off from this because he Fair he got right. off from the first situation and they had video evidence of this guy. Uh, that wasn't him. That was his brother, and the pee was fake. That that was that's how they got off. They used little hey. man as a reference. That's crazy. I would I would not I would not be surprised if, if they were able to flip this that's and he crazy. got off from this too. Hey, but as long as as long as we not throwing his music catalog he, away, I, yeah, I, I, uh, I can separate the music from the person. Yeah, he's a terrible person, but hell of an artist. Yeah, that, is, that just is what it is. Yeah. Man, SP sent me some stuff about R. Kelly. He is traumatized. Hey, no excuses, man. Know about him getting, hey, yeah, no excuses. But but from one traumatized little kid to a, a potentially traumatized older young young man, what y'all think about uh? Jussie. Empire's <laughs> own Jamal is what I call him because that's what his name is. There's something wrong with the water up in, in, in Chicago, which, bro. Which are, I ain't never, which me either, Dion. I ain't never, never watched one second of that damn going show. I, Y'all ain't watching nah. Empire? Nah, duh. well, actually, I have, but that's just weak. I, I just started watching Power last power season. Day, bro. Hey, SP, I'm going SP, I'm to tell you, like I tell everybody else, if you switched and put Empire. On paper, well, on like a box, not box, but a premium, a premium channel. Yeah, and you put power on regular TV, it'll be swapped. They're the same show. One mm-hmm. can just show cussing and sex, and one can't. It's the, it's the same type of show. Bro, if you Man, nah, dog. If you no, 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 bro. The acting, the actual acting, bro. The acting in power is significantly no, if you took all the, bro, better. If you took all the cussing, if you took the cussing, the killing, and the sex out of power, crazy, bro. Power would still be a good show, but it wouldn't. You had to like it's just a mile and a half better than Empire. I, look, I ain't never seen the I ain't never seen the episode of Empire, but you said the acting on Power. First off, Angela Valdez cannot act. In my opinion, probably arguably, but yeah, they, oh, yeah, she she can't act, but she can act out some scenes. Hey, <laughs> oh, yeah, look, church, right? Maybe I wasn't looking for they, the right kinda, They're not the same show, but they're in that same <laughs> boat as far as what they what they are, how they how they are. It's just one's on cable TV and one's not, so they got different lanes of stuff they can do. But if you swap them, it'd be the other way around. I really don't feel like that, bro. Like every time I watched the Empire, it just felt like I was watching something <laughs> because I want lesser because quality. Because one nobody getting killed that's and one titties. That's the only way I can describe it. And, and what? That's why. <laughs> I feel like even oh, yeah, the storyline, even the storyline in Power. I like story, power line. Oh shit, Power's storyline. But power line. <laughs> <laughs> Cause, cause power, power, you can follow it a lot better as opposed to Empire. It's like they, man, it's all right, man. It's all for the comparison. Yeah, 
Shy. Yeah, the Shy is definitely uh, a dope show. But outside of comparing the shows, and we talking about we talking about Chicago still. But uh, he's finally got caught. They finally got him. He got a uh, charge. He faces one to three years for obstruction of justice and filing a false police report. So and, has this been proven factual yet? Or well, this list? is what he's just. My bad. Go ahead. This is what he's being charged for. This is what uh, the grand jury is accusing him of. He um he actually uh they're starting to release pictures of of that letter. <laughs> that letter was terrible. Like a third a third grader wrote the letter. Um, the letter. yeah, the letter that he sent to himself allegedly. Uh, terrible handwriting. Like a third grader did it with some red marker, cut out some uh stuff. All the evidence they found with the Nigerian brothers at their crib with the bleach and all that. They actually got film of them in the beauty parlor, well, beauty salon store, buying the mask and all that. They got the check, the picture of the check that he gave to one of the dudes for a personal training. They got the text messages. So they got a lot of information, but nothing is officially, you know, came out because they gave it to a grand jury instead of having the police do it because the whole scrutiny of the Chicago, Chicago PD, everybody yeah. says that they're, you know, they're, they're racist and all that. So they put it over to a grand jury and let them, you know, put all the information out, presented it to them. So... Yeah, I ain't no. gonna make no, I ain't gonna make no judgments on this because first time we made a judgment, we was wrong. So I'm gonna who's we and what are you talking about? Anyway, I'm gonna just let this rock out. No, seriously, seriously, who is who is we and me, we nigga? Wrong? Me, god damn. Okay, oh, okay, god. that's better. Yeah, say you, don't say me, say you. Me under something. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What's so anyway, I always thought I'm gonna wait. Was I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait, 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 wait until we play this out and Jeez. see what happens officially in the end. Oh, also, and the bruises uh, were said to be self-inflicted. Even the police department said that uh, his story didn't make sense. So it's like, it's a whole bunch of holes here's in the story. They, here's why it didn't make sense to me. It was an article I was reading, and one time, or one quote from the article was like, the ER in Chicago is like a medic tent in a war zone. So you mean to tell me this man is just walking in the middle of the night and ain't nobody else see him or he have no worse injuries than that? He bugging. He in Chicago. He should have got the should have got the brakes worse beat off him than what he self inflicted. So, if anything happens bad to him, I think he need to throw the book at his ass because one, that's just wasting a whole lot of time that people ain't got nothing to have to worry about. Shit is stupid. I don't think he. I don't think he really faked it, bro. Cause they showed the check. Dog. The check really say personal training, and they got text messages to Roy, prove it. What? What's up? I, I can write a check to you and say you're my personal trainer. You can do that. You you're can right, write a but check this, to me this and the same, say you're my personal trainer. This this the same Chicago police department that couldn't figure out what happened to old girl body in the Could freezer. Did they not figure it out? Or did they not want to figure it out? Big big. They difference. just didn't. So that's what I'm saying. It's easy to manipulate a story for for ratings. A hundred percent. I think he did it. I don't think I don't think bro did it. I mean, but if he did, he need to go to jail. Go to I'm, skin brethren. I'm nah. I'm with that. If he did it, go to jail. But at the same token, I need them to have that same energy for all these Caucasian females that are claiming rape on these African American yeah. brothers, and that's not the case. So I, I need yeah. them to hold that same energy for them. That's not even, that's not even, hey, you stay yeah. away from me. You won't get charged. Let's not even go. SP, you heard that? Stay away. Let's not even go as far as saying one. <laughs> Let's not even go as far as the ones claiming rape. Let's go at the I ones plead that's defense. calling the cops on niggas for having barbecues or something petty like that. Those are the ones that need to be just charged just like him. The rape Facts. Man, like, I mean. Hey, 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 you colors having barbecues is dangerous, <laughs> though. And who's mine? If we have, if us, if us in this podcast right now have a barbecue, ain't nothing bad going to happen whatsoever. But people were looking. 
I ain't coming. <laughs> I don't want you to come either because I want some food for the rest of us, fat boy. <laughs> that, that was your best joke. Y'all give a hey, drop drop Kawhi for me real quick. I run this show, so. <laughs> Damn, oh, you run this show. That's crazy. Y'all heard that. Hey, just make sure. No, nah, just make sure you give me. Hey, y'all heard make that. Make sure you write. Or make sure you write Big me C. my personal check for producing the show. You know, since we can just write checks freely, yeah. and I'll make sure my texts are there. That's you know, the case. I don't evidence. want you to come at all. But can't nobody afford your fee. <laughs> oh, what we saying, Dion? I forgot now because I started laughing. All right, but uh, <laughs> now since we since uh, since we was comparing like Power and Empire, which I've never watched seconds of any of those shows, uh, what's y'all favorite? If y'all could put like a top five favorite black shows, it could be sitcom, it can be cartoon, just anything created for black people. Um, what would y'all top five be? If y'all do y'all have one? Easy. Hey, I'm gonna go. Just All anything. Like, you your top five. I'm gonna go first because I'm about to leave in a second. One. I got us not in any particular order, but Martin, Fresh Prince, Bernie Mac show, Boondocks, and I, I say good times. Oh, I'm with that. Okay, I'll go next. Yeah. I got uh Martin, Jamie Foxx, Wayne's Brothers, Good Times, and Bernie Mac. Hey, my I mm. got that. Go SP. Hmm. I got Martin, Fresh Prince, Blackish, Dave Chappelle ah, okay. show, The Roots. Is, does mm. Roots technically count as a show? It was a miniseries. It was a documentary. Nah, that's a series. That was like a, oh, that was that was a, like a documentary. Damn near a movie. It was, it was a show. It was a docuseries. Nonetheless, it's still... Nonetheless... It's a, it, was, it was a show to me. So go ahead, Roy. Um, shoot, for me, I like the Proud Family, Blackish, Fresh Prince, Jamie Foxx show, and the game. Oh, oh uh, and Bill on, Cosby. Are, are we show, talking game pre BET or post BET? Pre BET. Right. Once BET ruined right, you it. Got, you gotta put that you gotta put that yeah, uh yeah. That, that disclaimer in there. Yeah. 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 All right. My my top Facts. five. Sanford and Son, Martin. Jamie Foxx, Bernie Mac, and y'all ain't gonna remember this, but that's my mama in two two seven. Hold on, was that six? That, that was six, but that's my mama in two two seven, tied for five. All right. Hey, I, I, I like the Steve I Harvey remember, show yeah, too. I forgot. It's hard for me to remember two two seven. Yeah, I remember that's my mama in two two seven, but it, it was hard for me to narrow it down to five. But I went to the five that at any point I will watch any episode that's on. Yeah, because yeah. family matters too. Yeah. See, Family Matters and Fresh Prince, they got some weak episodes. Like I, I just turned. Yeah, like Fresh but Prince is weak to me in general. It, yeah, to me, it's not something that I, I'll sit down and just watch just to watch to be entertained. I'll put it on the background. That's about it. I wouldn't even do that. I, what about what about the Cosby Show? I I never really watched the Cosby Show. It was born like to me. Cosby show. I uh, like the Cosby Show. I ain't like the one when they went to uh, college. What's the jump? Uh, a different world. Different world was dope. Different world is hot now. You gotta watch it on Netflix. Yeah, like yeah, but I, I've never, I never watched it on Different World. Hey, go watch a Different World and then think about your time at college. Yeah. What about living single? Yeah, I, I can't relate I to what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, P, PWI schools, my bad. But um, I rock with living single way more than I rock with the Cosby Show, Family Matters, or even Fresh Prince. 
Yo, living single. I was I was uh, when I was looking at shows, and I, it never really hit me. Living single was actually the black version of Friends. Yep. But they yeah. literally took the yeah. premise of living single and made it Friends, and Friends, then yeah. you know, once white people kind of get involved, the whole thing <laughs> took the premise. Y'all heard <laughs> that premise of living Ooh. single and made it Friends, which is crazy. But also another show um, that I was thinking about. I was thinking about like one on one. That was a show that was good when we was what coming kind of up. Rap, like one on one, I was there. Yeah, the Parkers, like that whole UPN round, Moesha. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shoot, even girlfriends, even though that one attended for age, right? Sister, 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 smart guy, all of that. Yeah, yeah. UPN was five. Yeah, but I, I mean, I had a, we had to put it down to yeah. five. So you know, as yeah. with the five, but, I know I can just sit but, down that's watching. A good topic to close out Black History Month, the top, the top black shows in general. That's that's not like today where we got. Uh, all the BS, all the reality shows that ain't uplifting black people. Every black show, even if we didn't like it back then, was uplifting to a black person in some way where we could possibly relate to Yeah. It. Facts. Even Fresh Prince when Will got shot. Yeah. It was a lot of Fresh Prince episodes. You just didn't watch them because you mean, don't no, like I the show. Watched, I watched Who, me? You talking to me? I know the words yes. Oh, no, I don't. I know every episode, but I just don't. It's not a... a, a a show that I would just sit there and just watch for fun. Like, if you come in my room and you see me watching that, it's probably because I'm doing something else. Yeah, teaches them. But the Wayans Brothers, though. Fair enough. Oh, Oh, yeah, that that show's classic to me, man. Some people... Every other line was a joke about some other thing, like us right now, how we pinpoint something that's going on in society or in the social media aspect. The Wayans Brothers would pull that out and make a long... Make a running joke of it for the entire show. Let, let alone all the improv yeah. they was doing. Yeah, most of that show was improv. They like, they came out and said most of yeah. it. Like they were saying, like they had writers at first. Um, like Sean Amon was big with the writing part of it, but then uh, the WB hired some writers and they're like, "Nah, man, it's not funny." So what they'll do is they'll pretty much go in. They'll go with a premise of what they're gonna do for that episode. They'll have a couple lines that they know they got to hit, and then everything else is like improv. So when you go back and look at it and watch it, yeah. you'll see a lot of times when somebody's so weak, like the camera got to cut to another camera just because like Sean Amal and so weak on Pops are so weak. Hey, I got to mention, bro, that's probably one of the most underrated black families. In, in our society, brother, Wayans Brothers, because my wife and kids was a oh, damn it was. Good I show. forgot about yeah. that. It was a good show. Thanks. No, nah, the, the Wayans Brothers, the true definition of putting the whole family yeah. on. I don't think they Thanks. underrated. I, I, I don't think they, you said underrated or underappreciated. Which word did you use? Because I wanted to use the opposite one. I underrated, but I could, I could definitely feel Under, underappreciated a lot yeah, more. You got a Living Color, you got Low Down Dirty Shame, you got all yeah, the movies they made, uh, you got the shows. I'm going to get you sucker. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. a lot of, it, it's a lot of, a lot of stuff that the Wayans put out there that for our age range, it was like a little bit too early for us. Like we didn't really, it wasn't, it wasn't meant for us. It was meant for more so like our, our parents or maybe like if we got older siblings for them. So going, yeah, going back, looking at it, it's like, oh, this was funny. That was funny. But at the same time, you got to think about black TV and black movies back then. It won't a lot of like publicity behind it. So it wasn't a lot of like media covering, okay, like, oh, the Wayne's did this, the Wayne's did that. So they'll put a movie out movie won't really make any money or anything like that but when you go back and watch it it's like a classic to you so yeah like if you go back and just look at the wayne's brothers as a as a family or the wayne's family um even kim 
just the whole family of what they were in, what they were doing, they got they had a very big impact in, in black. Yeah. Hey, let me let me interrupt real quick. I love you guys, but I'm about to be out. Gotta go back to work. Uh you done for the day? Yeah. Unless y'all still on an hour, which I'm pretty sure y'all not gonna be. So yeah. Be. Oh no, we're not. Yeah. So I'm out. I'll let y'all boys later. Y'all continue to make an amazing podcast. All right, fellas. I hey, said bro. Bro. My, All right, homie. <laughs> just, just go to yeah, work, bro. I'm, I'm bye, bye, man. Bye. Say the world. <laughs> All right. Thank you to Black Tux for uh, sponsoring us once again. Um, so we want to go ahead and talk about the Oscars. Uh, you know, we had a couple years ago. What was it, a couple years ago when they had the, the hashtag Oscars so white? Because uh, all the white movies is winning and everything. So we finally got a little bit of culture in it this time. Um, the main ones uh, that we got here, uh, Black Panther, Regina King, and Spike Lee. Um, Spike Lee actually won his first non-honorary uh, Oscar. So he's done a lot of, as we was talking about earlier, a lot of classic movies. But never really got that respect from the Oscar. So um, we can start off with Spike Lee. How do y'all feel about Spike Lee winning his first Oscar? Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Not not just that he won his Oscars, but did y'all watch the clip of when he got announced? The way the way his yeah. friend Samuel Jackson announced him, that's the joy that I felt or that I feel when I converse with y'all guys or when I get to, to the point where I tell everybody you guys are my closest friends. When he, the excitement that he's seen that his best friend or one of his best friends won an Oscar and he forget everything else. Forget my composure. He ran on stage and he jumped into his arms. You can't take you can't change or take that moment away. Like that's one of the best things that I've ever seen as far as black men being on the biggest stage in front of all the white people and they really couldn't do nothing about it. <laughs> that's real. Hey, that's real, Dion. They couldn't, bro. They they've been hating on Spike for so long, bro. He all the all the works he he didn't deserve the Oscar since do the right thing. Yeah. And and that's part of my biggest frustration with like just as a whole, like us as a culture, when I say culture, I don't just mean like hip hop or I'm talking about an African-American culture. I'm talking about black people with these Oscars, Grammys, all those things. It's like, of course, you want to be accepted by your peers that do the same thing you do. You want to get honors and things like that. But I feel like a lot of times we put too much stock in it. Right. So with Spike Lee never winning one, but he's still putting out quality work. He wanted one so bad, but it's like, at the end of the day, you want that validation from your peers, but we still rock with you, you know, but at the end of the day, still want that validation. Same with the Grammys. People uh, want to get that validation from a Grammy, but you putting out works. It, like, it's like, it, that doesn't make your art any better in my, in my opinion. Like just because you win a Grammy doesn't make your movie better. Your movie can still be trash. Like all those movies that actually win Grammys, most of us never seen them or heard about them. But I think it's like, it's kind of, from a sports term, it's the Super Bowl of his profession. So you've been, you chasing it, you chasing it. It's just like a, a state championship for a kid in high school. You chasing it, but you, what you working for? You know, you, you going to get paid for the production. It's going to sell plenty of copies, but to be considered the best in your business by everybody. Like I, I used to like the hip hop, the BET awards and the hip hop awards is, is great to be the best, you know, best in our culture. But to be the best in in the in the world per se, is is that that's that's you looking for? You reaching for that? You desire? Most people don't. Man, the thing is, like when you want to talk about like to go to the reference that you said about BET Awards, MTV Awards, and all that stuff, I just don't feel like the validation from the Grammys. Like, 
the Grammys get it wrong half the time. Like nominations, it is no reason why Cardi B should have hip hop uh, a rap album you know here. You know no why, reason. You know why, what you mean? Rap album, rap. What you mean? Rap album. Rap album. You know why she does? No. But let's talk about it though. Before you even go to your, before you even go to that, let's get the definition of rap album of the year versus album of the year. Big difference. I get what you're saying, but you got to remember the school that I coach at. A majority of the kids don't come from Hampton High, Bethel High, so they don't look like (laughs) what we look like. However, I walk in that school, Mm -hmm. everybody else that looks opposite of us is rapping Cardi B whether they think it's a rap album or not. So in their eyes, because it's their, not their genre of music, they're going to automatically toss that in a rap pile. And that's a rap album. Here. But once again, that's the thing I'm talking about. We don't need their validation for our stuff. So you're trying to tell me that Cardi B's album was a rap album that deserves over Victory Lap, over Daytona. Like, I thought like it was going to be one of those shams where Mac Miller won just because he passed. Lap, as in Nipsey Hussle? Like, yes. I, Nipsey Hussle. She won over Nipsey Hussle. Man, hey, I've never heard know, Victory man. Lap, so it's an actual, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a rap album. Checked. Yo, last time that I checked, <laughs> what you ain't never heard Nipsey? Dedication, you bugging, right? But no, that's what I'm saying. Like my, my biggest thing was like when you try to say like the validation, and you try to talk about oh, well, the people that aren't, I'm talking about for the people that's actually in our culture, and it's like we're seeking validation for like from white people. Like at the end of the day, the people who run the Grammys even though they try to include black people on it, they still get it wrong a lot of times. Like, it is no way... When you talk about rap... Now, if, if Cardi B won album of the year, I wouldn't even care. But when you want to talk about rapping, Push was rapping. Nipsey was rapping. Cardi is not making... That's a pop album, man. Even though she's rapping Drake? on it. Drake, was Drake even nominated? I don't think Drake was nominated for album of the year. But either way, I would take him winning... Okay. I would take him winning over Cardi B winning because he's actually rapping on half of the album. Question. You, you know what I mean? Drake over Cardi. Yeah, because Drake actually makes rap music. As much as I as much as I talk trash about him, he actually makes a lot of rap music. But then he goes really right. pop a lot of times too. So and he, he re-released a mixtape that right, went cool. top ten on up in on the charts too. You know the real reason why Cardi won that rap album of the year? <laughs> did you see did y'all see that video that she was featured in with uh City Girls? That's why she won it. That's Man, that's what won it. <laughs> that would be the re- if that if that was the reason she would definitely not won that. But back no kind of Kind of back on what you were talking about. I'm talking about. Um, I'm talking about from the voters, Rory, or not even not even what Rory was talking about, but uh, I would say a better analogy as far as Spike Lee and wanting that validation. It's almost kind of like getting selected as an All Pro versus being in a Pro Bowl. I mean, you in a Pro Bowl, you obviously still a good player. You got the fans voting for you. The fans being us, our culture. You know what I'm saying? Supporting Spike, seeing that the works that he's putting out, seeing the great content that he's putting out there. However, I mean, all pro is a lot different than being a pro bowler. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, that was what he was missing. Yeah, like he even like he even went through years of just being frustrated and not saying he doesn't care about the Oscars. But at the same time, you're gonna you're gonna accept the award. Like once they give you that award, you're gonna accept it. But my thing is the, the my biggest thing is like when it comes to the awards, I get so mad when, like, if somebody don't get it right, you get mad. But when you win, like, you're happy. It's, like, the best thing in the world. It's like, yo, you don't need that validation from people who aren't your peers. Like, I feel like even though people don't see it this way, like a BET award, you should hold that in the same elk that you hold any other award. Because at the same time, it's an award that you got for your craft. But just because 
oh, like the, the Grammy committee said, okay, now I'm nominated. Oh, it's great to be nominated. Nah, you didn't win. <laughs> like, come on. Like, they, like, I don't, man, I don't want to get on my high horse on this one. I don't want to get upset. But, uh, man, that's why we got the podcast. You don't want to get on it? <laughs> that's why we got the podcast. Get on that high No, because I can get, I can get, I can get way worse than what I am. My battery's about to die. Then do but, it. <laughs> Hey, can we can we give Regina King some shout yeah. out real quick though? Cause that that movie was fire. If Bill Street could talk, it was, it's a boring movie. I will say this if you haven't seen it, but if you pay attention and actually listen to the message in it, it's really a Bill Street in every city and every community in America. The hell is a Bill Street? <laughs> I can't. You gotta look. Obviously, yeah. You saw it, Dion. Bits and pieces of it. I kind of dozed in and out when uh, Ebony was trying to make me watch it. I got you, but nah. So it's it's kind of SP is like it's showing the the black family in a community, but one of the characters, if they haven't seen it, he got caught up and got accused of raping a chick, end up going to jail for it, serving like three years, but he didn't oh. do it. So it shows his story, but it also shows the daughter's story, and Regina King played the girl's mom, but it show it just shows you a black family in New York in Harlem. In, I think it was in the 70s or 80s, probably 70s it looked like. Crack hair. But it shows how how you could just be, you know, in the wrong place at the wrong time, and then all of a sudden you just messed up. But there's nothing you can do to control the situation, so now you kind of got to, like, persevere and fight through everything that you had facing that adversity. Well, she finally got that nod. And uh, also Black Panther, they got three of them. Uh, original music score, best costume design, and best production design. Hey. So. Hey, shout out to the old lady that did the uh, costume. She from the illustrious, the real HU. <laughs> Are we only going to shout that out because that's the career. But... First out. one to win that award, too, yeah. black woman. Yeah, I shout that out all day long. Black Panther should have won every award they had in the Oscars. Nah, you're not, not going to really get no superhero movie, no best picture. crazy. They had all the other white superhero movies nominated for everything. Dion. It's the Oscars. So they should have yeah. came close. At least I'm glad they won. Nah. Nah, the, the, the three was probably the best they was going to nah, do. They got nah, what they was going to do. Old boy from, uh, and then they got, uh, I can't think of his name. Old boy that, uh, uh, the like future. Uh, he won. From Green yeah, Book. He won. Yeah, he won too. Can't think of his name. He was a college basketball player. You know, he played at St. Mary's. No, nah, I don't even know where St. Mary's at, man. It's a it's a D one school, but his uh his numbers were terrible. <laughs> his career average was like seven point, or three points or three points. But his senior year, you were D one athlete. You were D one athlete. Can't nobody take that from you. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's it's buddy. Uh, I can't. It's some Malaya Island, something like that. It's some Marlala Ali, some shit like that. Three points. Hey, nah, but <laughs> but why? Hey, well, why we talking about it though? When Spike, when they um. When they uh, announced that the uh, I can't was it, what's the green something the, the green, movie, green when, they, when that John won Spike Lee was trying to lead a uh, <laughs> he was trying to lead a Grammys I mean the Oscars he was trying to literally walk out there to stop him so because uh, he didn't want hey to I like that. what he said though when they asked him about why he walked out he said I thought I was watching the NBA it was a bad call <laughs> exactly so once again <laughs> so once again though it goes back to his uh to his really like oh, y'all ain't getting it right all the time so I mean he got his you know you about know. Time. Hey, check this yeah. though. He gonna say every time someone's driving, someone I lose though. What? Yeah. Because all right. So basically, with with that quote, he said every time someone's driving, someone I lose. When he was supposed to win for do the right thing, he got beat out by uh, driving Miss Daisy. 
and then when he when he got beat out or basically mm-hmm. with Black Klansman, he got beat out by Green Book, okay. which they somebody was getting driven in that movie. Yeah, he driving them. Yeah, on the cover, hey, he yo, definitely driving. That's crazy. I know, Cal, you don't do this, but you don't vote. But did y'all hear him talk about? Oh. Hold on. You said I don't vote. <laughs> what? what is this? Where is this information coming from? I got you called him a Republican. I got several stickers in here. Just because I don't post it, don't mean I don't vote. Like, what you mean? Hey, it don't count if you don't post it. Well, in that case, in that case, I don't vote. Cal, but I'm not right, gonna so quarters, look, like the state court. Let me go back to it. <laughs> exactly. Like, Spike Lee was like uh, in his statement. He was basically saying, let's go out to the polls and vote for 2020. Let's uh, work for a better history and change history, or however he worded it. Did y'all see y'all man, Mr. Number 45, came back and called uh, Spike Lee a racist, and he made racist comments at the Oscars, though? Yeah, I did see that. I, saw I, that. I heard about it, but I didn't see it. Are we, are we surprised? Well, no. Time, his time is almost Nah, it's not, unfortunately. Yeah. No, I mean, nah, he he about yeah, to he, he gonna ruin this election. There's way too many Democrats in the in the running already, that they gonna they're gonna spread the votes up. All he's gonna have to do is not get caught up in his taxes. You already know what I need. I don't care who wins, long as my favorite uh <laughs> thing ain't taken away from me. He says, long as my favorite yeah, thing I said, ain't don't take away. his right to I'm bear good. arms. There we go. Don't take my right to bear arms, I'm good. Dion, you good. They're not going to come to your house and take your weapons, man. <laughs> they might. You know man, they're not coming to nobody's house taking man, no this weapons. Man, this man signed a state of emergency to build a damn wall. You don't think he could sign something to come take some damn guns? Dog, this is true. Yeah, man, <laughs> ain't nobody coming to nobody's house. What's my, what's my Illuminati conspiracy theorist? What, what do they call it? Uh, they, got a, they got a term for this, uh, this time of the... Of our life when the when the federal government basically just take control and oh yeah I forgot what it's called I know I'm hip to it I'm hip to that ah what they say but basically they clowning everything that we going through right now in a nutshell hey man he don't know my safe code so I'm good <laughs> you probably got the big guns and that not me they hey they 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 somewhere in the crib but they ain't mine. Yeah. he not here to, he not he, he not here to defend himself though but <laughs> yeah we gonna buy, we gonna leave that alone. Big guns is what's gonna keep us safe. Hey, you still gotta have ammo. If you ain't got none, you better get some. Hey, you can make ammo while you bull jabbing. Where where's Sap at? <laughs> You're gonna infuse that jump with some biochemical weapons. All right, we about to he the we only about one. To get uh, hey, chill, to, yeah, chill, 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 chill. Cut a <laughs> hey, commercial and commercial. we'll be right back. Hey, man, we appreciate y'all taking time to listen to that commercial, but it would not be a Council in the Clutch podcast without a little NFL talk. So, you know, the league offseason thing's going a little slow. We seen a little article the other day. Russell Wilson wanted out of out of Seattle. It was reported by Colin Coward on his show, but he talking about he want to go to New York. I'm just thinking maybe Sierra got something to do with that because he was happy in Seattle before he met her. He's a Seattle guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking, bro. He like Seattle was him. Why would Tyler he want to go to cool. New York? If if it's true, if, if it's true, I mean, if it's true, quote. But Colin Coward usually be pretty accurate. He ain't just dropping too much fake news. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he uh, dropped a few things. I forgot what it was, but I was actually watching it live when he said it, and he was like, "Hey, 
I heard this from a source. I usually don't say things unless I'm pretty sure. And then he started naming other things that happened that he reported. I'm like, uh, okay, so yeah, you must know something. But yeah, with that, I mean, him going to New York, I don't think it saves the Giants at all. But I mean, if he wants to leave Seattle, I don't know if they put that out there just to try to get a better contract because you know A. Rod just signed, so uh, he the number one quarterback right now as far as pay. But I, I don't know if it's like a, a move to stay to get more money. Oh, he really want to go. It's kind of tough. I saw him throwing passes to Odell the other day. So, I really don't know what to think, man. That's crazy. That team would be crazy, though, if he joined it. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. They, they, they instantly the NFC East. Yeah, yeah I agree. Because Russell and Saquon instantly. alone, you can't stop. I'd run the read option. Hey, man. man. Had them looking hey, like a – It's three, it's three <laughs> parts to a football game, though, man. Special teams, defense, and offense, man. The Giants' defense played some good football. They just couldn't score. Yeah, yeah man, they got right. their corners, though. But still. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, you can score all you want, but if your corner's getting beat when it, when it, when it means. Y'all know that. Y'all the Cowboys fans. Y'all know that. If, Shut up. No, nah, we, we had a good defense this past year, though. I mean, our players just can't stop smoking weed. <laughs> DeMar- or David Lawrence, and or not David Lawrence, whatever, buddy. And David Irvin and, and then Randy Gregory, they both about to get suspended within a week's time of each other. Off the tree, off the tree, Stay man. off the weed, as Stephen A. Smith would say. It's hard. It's hard for them to do that when they experiencing pain and they can't take nothing else for it. They can. Dion, you, it's, it's, it's ways around it, brother. They just, ain't, say, they just ain't hustling right. If it, if it ain't ways around it, bro, you made that much money, bro. I'm giving somebody at least five figures to figure out a way around it, and you going to stay on top of it. That's your job, and that's it. If it's that serious to me, bro. S- oh. SP, I don't, I don't, you know, oh, I don't God. condone illegal drug use, but it best believe it's ways around. <laughs> oh, I'm going to find no, a way. Here's the thing, though. Serious. They always said that the NFL, uh, the NFL drug tests are like the dummy test because you know when it's coming. So for these yes. dudes to fail it, they literally right. are smoking weed in times where they know they shouldn't be smoking weed. It's like. And it, as long as you pass the test, they don't put you in the program. You good. Yeah, that's why they call it the dummy test. It's like, yo, if you can't stop smoking weed for this stretch of time of the year when you know you're going to get tested, like, you really have a problem. Hey, but speaking of dummy tests, I had to throw this in there. Antonio Brown, bro, he really he really think he about to get a big deal or get traded for something. The way he been acting, I can't see no team giving him, giving the Steelers any type of incentive to trade him. Yeah. Man, can't nobody take him serious with that blind mustache. And, that, and those gold, and the gold and uh blonde and blue dreads hey it's funny sp has a problem with the gold mustache <laughs> you know if we did, if we won't if we won't doing black history month sp i probably would have to put you on that cover <laughs> hey y'all if y'all don't know sp had a he, he dyed his hair gold and i don't know what possessed him to do it but he, he really was taking selfies with Not the gold, gold. fade over time it was a pride thing so a pride you know, thing. what was... kind of pride so with my teammate one day, uh, before a tournament, he was dying his hair, and I was like, "Man, I ought to dye my hair blind." You wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it. Oh, all right, all right, bet. I told him I'd do it. Right. So hours elapsed. You know what I'm saying? And to where one of my other teammates was actually doing it, and they said, "Oh, SP said he'd do it." I was like, "I did say it." So hey, know. hey, but but you know, it's some things that you shouldn't do. That's like. Huh? Blonde or- nah, none of them were. Matt Fett was two redhead dudes. But SP, that's just like 
you shouldn't ask a black person to play a monkey. You shouldn't <gasps> ask your black ass right, to dye their hair gold, bro. Angels, angels. You just, <laughs> it just don't go him. together, bro. SP thought he was Shelton Benjamin, man. I promise you he did. He had a wrestling match. He knew he was ready. single at all, he said, ain't no stopping me now. Come on, let's go. That's what them non-Nubian women do to you, boy. How you tripping? I ain't blaming on the women, though. You definitely can't blame on the women. It got to be something, because wrestling ain't do that to him. He couldn't even go back to Shell Road with that on his head, bro. Oh, man. How you think niggas would have reacted if you'd have went to Shell Road with your hair painted like a banana? But he not. He can't go back. First off, he out here looking like gold dust. <laughs> said gold dust, though. <laughs> yeah. Right, hey, we gonna get up off my man's though. He all right. He ain't like that. He done seen the light. He back now. He good money. He back better than ever. Bald head. Like he never left. Working out all day. Probably where my hair don't Ghost. grow. <laughs> That's probably why your hair don't grow. <laughs> no bullshit. <Yeah. laughs> the messy roots up. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, as my grandma would say, the messy ritz up. <laughs> oh God, the messy ritz up with them chemicals. Sorry, man. sorry, SP. I ain't mean to bring that but up. But like man. off SP, man, we y'all think Le'Veon gonna go to the money? All right. More specifically, what football team y'all think Le'Veon gonna go to? A highest bidder. So if it's the Jets, the Colts, he going he going to the highest bidder, dog. He trying to get paid. I can, I'm convinced he don't really care about winning no, no more. He want to get no, they paid. Said this man went up to 260. Yeah, I believe it. He he 225 on a regular day. So not doing nothing for a year. He probably was just chilling and gaining weight. Nah, man, you don't follow his snap, man. He he out here working. Yeah, now, but he won't snapping during the season. He was snacking during the season. That's what I'm telling you, CJ Anderson Jr. Hey man, hey CJ, hey man, CJ still be balling though. Le'Veon, Le'Veon, the way he played. He can't be 260 playing like that. Nah, he got 240 at he most. Like, he played like a scat back, but he big. How's, like, how's CJ going to yeah. sell out Tug early, though? What'd he do? He said that he was hurt. After everybody falling in line saying that he won't hurt, he going to come behind all of them people saying that the man was hurt, though. Hey, because people question him, like, why you playing? He better than you. Well, that nigga was hurt. Yeah. That's why. That's why. <laughs> and But CJ Anderson, he, he know he created a market for himself now. Somebody gonna pay him to be a starting back. Yeah, you're right. Man. He ain't got nothing to lose. Come, hey, come back to Denver, be a backup, man. Oh, but don't talk. About, what's a kid named Philip yeah, Lindsay? That's what I said. Be a backup. I, yeah, I like him, bro. Nice. Yeah. Philip Lindsay, he undrafted, I think, out of Nevada, right? No, Colorado. Colorado. Okay. And, he, and he's, he's from, and he's from Colorado, so he's like a hometown kid. Yeah. And, and that's he made the only Pro thing L done right. That probably wouldn't even L way, man. But yeah, you know, right. Shannon Sharp probably seen him or something. <laughs> you know, it's crazy though when <laughs> you can ask Terrell Davis if you can wear his jersey, and he says good, and he didn't play. He didn't play it down, like so. Terrell right. Davis saw it early, gave him the blessing. But he did it out of respect, though I think, because he he balled out in the. Nah, he bought. He was undrafted, and he balled out on special teams in that first preseason game. Yeah. And if you follow Terrell Davis' story, that's how he made the Broncos team. His first preseason game, he got crazy. Kickoff and a smack yeah. dude. Kickoff back as a backup running back. He was like the, the team. fifth back. Like he won't even he won't even schedule to get like any type of running plays. Like but but he ended up uh people started yeah. falling off like flies and he just started balling. But uh but yeah, Le'Veon, I don't know what makes the most sense of where where he needs to go. Like what, what do y'all think is the best fit for him? Colts. The Colts. 
But they, I mean, they running back was good already. But I think they, if you add Le'Veon with the running back they Crazy. already had, you adding a really a slot receiver too. Right. And they play indoors. Yep. And you got T.Y. Hilton still healthy. Um, Andrew Luck, if he can finish a season, but with the O line they got already in place, that's a pretty good yeah, weapon. Set as a backup though, unless he signs somewhere else. Mm-hmm. What's their What's their starting running back's name? I forgot. I, I couldn't no remember. Idea. I'm not investing in the Colts. Marlon Mack. Yep, that's it. So you put them two together. I think that's a that's a good combo. You know, I mean, we, this kind of random. I'm kind of excited. I want to see where Tyrod gonna end up, man. Hey, man, come, come to Denver. Come to Denver and take Flacco's spot, man. Man, Tyrod has made thirty-four million dollars in the league. I did not know that until today. Oh yeah, he he that the um when the the Bills signed him, they gave him a contract, then they extended him, and then he went to Cleveland. And I don't know if they extended him, but they did let him finish out his contract. Crazy, but yeah, I don't know. He done made plenty of bread, and that boy stayed healthy. He had like one or two concussions, a couple knee injuries, but nothing major. Yeah, he could, that's big. He's gonna be some. He's gonna be somebody backup though. I'll, yo, <laughs> just just for good old purposes, man. Like good old fun purposes. Yo, he need to go down to Tampa, yo. Just so him and Cotton can be down there chilling, man. Just like old times. <laughs> Cotton still down there in yeah, Tampa. Man. I hit him up. Um, Word. I was supposed to go down there in January, but you know things happen. But you know. <laughs> yeah, shoot, he gonna be a GM. Yeah, he, this is he. He had to been in the league about six years now, huh? Uh, gotta be four at least. Five. Uh, when did I graduate? 12 he i think he was there 11 when did the uh seahawks win there well no when did when did, when did green in, bay win yeah. there shoot that was in the old like, the 2000s. 2000s i think because he he was at green bay the year before seattle won and then seattle yeah. and then he was at then he went to uh he was at green bay for a couple years and he went to tampa so he's been there for a minute he's been there in tampa yeah, for, a been there for a minute yeah. he established now he definitely gonna be he gonna be in somebody general manager, head of player personnel. Soon. Matter of fact, I'm gonna make this a snippet, and I'm gonna text you. We need to get you on the show, man. It's slow times when you got time. We need to get you on the show, but um, definitely. I'm just trying to get an internship. I'm on my resume ready. <laughs> Throw that in there. <laughs> Go, go ahead and try to link up. Try to link up real quick. <laughs> yeah, why not? You know what I mean? Thanks for tuning in to another week of counseling the clutch. Like I said before, and I'm going to always say in the future, if you don't rock with us, forget you and everybody that rock with you because you ain't us.